Hail to the Chiefs for pulling off that magnificent Super Bowl win. Even though I didn't, uh, you know, I was with my uh, rabbinical council on Saturday, and the room was divided between the Chiefs and the Eagles. Hmm. But um, Mahomes, I thought he was done when he went out with that aggravated uh, ankle sprain. But, boy, did he come back and perform. And he, he, I saw a, a piece I read before I came up here that uh, there was no way he was not going to finish that game. So he's probably in a lot of pain today. Congratulations to the KC Chiefs for their Super Bowl victory and for a nail-biter of a game. My goodness gracious. Yeah, thanks for providing a good source of entertainment for me and my buddies. And yep. thank you, Dad, for letting me host them. Eh, it was nothing. It was nothing. Do, do you want me to pay any money for the two slices of pizza I ho- hocked? Only if you want. You know, I do get to stay at the house, so it's the least I can do. Okay. We'll see what we can do. A fair deal. Fair deal. Oh, right. well, More than fair. I am grateful for my room and board. Are you are you bored with your room? No, no, that's not <laughs> what I meant at all. Uh, okay, but uh, it's a beautiful uh, Monday evening. You're listening to XTSR. Thank you. So this is XTSR. Hopefully you're listening to us uh, here on campus or online at XTSR.org or as they say on NPR.org. But anyway, we're going to start things off a little bit. Yeah, with the win-win situation. Yeah, this is We're win-win going situation. to play a nice little variety here, starting with one of the all-time favorites, if I, if I do recall. Peter oh. Hamill, correct? Yeah, but it's, uh, this, is, this is from his album in translation. Uh, it's an album of covers, and uh, this one is from Rodgers and Hammerstein's uh, show, South Pacific. Fly as day flies from moon. 
Drink and 
Dave Matthews bound on XTSR on the win-win situation. That was tripping billies. Well, why is this different than uh, what? What version is this? Might you ask? Well, this is from an independent release in 1993 before they signed with RCA. It's probably worth something. I remember buying it at Record and Tape Traders here in Towson. But Tripping Billy is from the album Remember Two Things, a Bama Rags recording or Bama Rags record. The Dave Matthews Band, ladies and gentlemen. When did you buy that CD? 1993. Oh, cool. Yep, yep. So was the word out around Dave Matthews they were Band? Playing were it, they-, they were playing it in store, and I was impressed. And you heard that drummer, man. Yeah. Oh, unbelievable. What is that drummer's name? Uh, let's see what that drummer's name is. I was going to say Carter Beaufort, and it is Carter Beaufort. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Dave Matthews, Carter Beaufort, yeah. Boyd Tensley, Stephen Lassard, Leroy Moore, and uh, David Matthew- David Matthews. So... How about that? Mr. David. Yeah. And uh, and I have a Dave Matthews story. Uh, you remember when we came back from North Carolina, we stopped at a pizza parlor in Salem, Virginia? Yeah, I remember that. Okay. Next door to that, maybe upstairs, was a recording studio. And a friend of mine who lives in Roanoke, Virginia, was cutting a demo in, that stu- in one of the two or three studios they had in that structure. And... Uh, and uh, Dave Matthews was also known to cut demos there. May have even been in the building when my friend Steve was uh, in there. Wow. Well, that was a long time ago. With the Dave Matthews. The Dave Matthews from Charlottesville, Virginia, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, let's see. Before that was uh, Joe Jackson and his big band. Boy, one of these days I'm going to bring the Manhattan Transfer version of that song in. Yeah, this was Joe Jackson's Jumpin' Jive. Yep. Was that a, one of those dollar records? <laughs> well, it was a Goodwill record. Oh, there you go. And it cost you? I guess $2. $2. Guess how much they paid for it, Nicholas? Nothing. Exactly. What's wrong with this picture? Everybody drops off junk, and it's it's pure profit, less overhead. Yeah, there you go. Think about that. It's not so, a bad business model at all. Uh, well, some have issues with it because nothing goes to charity with Goodwill. Goodwill is a charity of sorts. You know, they hire uh, uh, people who are challenged in many ways or some ways, and and you know they sort out the stuff. I don't even know if they clean the stuff, to be honest with you. But anyway, so that was uh, Tuxedo Junction, Joe Jackson from the album Jumping Jive. Yeah, Joe Jackson, Jump and Jive, 1981. And we started out this set with a short one. It was just a little more than two and a half minutes. This nearly was mine from South Pacific, as translated by Peter Hamill on his album in translation. Hey, how do you like that matter of speech? It was magniloquent. (laughs) I just learned that word today. Magniloquent, there is such a word? Yeah. It, it means very well spoken, fancy mm. language. Now, now, come on now. There's a word that described that exact same thing, and it's a lot less complicated. It's erudite. E R U D I T E. 
Erudite. Erudite. I've been known to be erudite. I can't argue with the word of the day, though. Uh, it sounds like it sounds like a prescription drug. <laughs> that word. Magniloquent. That's it. That, yeah, that would be a great name for a prescription drug. It fits. It's right up there with eloquence, which means absolutely nothing. So coming up, they do choose fancy words, though. Yeah. What's 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 this? I'm queuing here. Well, ominum. Omnium, Omnium something like that. Okay, whatever was, King, you know King Gizzard and the Lizard it, Wizard. They're Australian guys, so yeah. I thought their they were words. From, I thought they were from Brooklyn, New York. Why did I think that? Because a lot of bands are from Brooklyn, New York. Maybe it's a King Lizard Gizzard or something. Perhaps you, you ready for this? I think I am. All right.
XTSR. How's that? That sounded good to me. Okay. XTS, are you serious? What did we just play? I would like to know. Yeah, and I bet it, millions of minds are inquiring out there in XTSR land. But never fear, because we are about to explain. All right. That last song was a song called Roommate by Lizzie Mercier de Clos. Disclos. Is she from Canada, eh? Sounds French to me. Well, the name is, yeah. Uh, not much backstory is known about this artist, okay. other than this album was from 1981. And really? it sounded pretty cool, pretty quirky. Uh, uh, Some offbeat type of new wave. Uh, that or, you know, Prague. You know, Crimson's was sounding that way around the same time. Good point. Yeah. Some really neat grooves King to be had in that song. Yeah, yeah. And before that, uh, the James Gang, Joe Walsh, Dale Peters, and Jimmy Fox from the Live in Concert album. The opening cut for that record, actually the CD, uh, Stop, which originally appeared on a studio recording on their first album called Your Album. Your Album. Y-E-R Album. Your album. Yes. And uh, almost like your blues. Yeah, your blues, right? Yep. But that was the Beatles. Uh, your your blues. blues, yeah. yeah. Cool. But I, what I like about listening to this, this particular song is just, uh, you know, not, not just Joe Walsh, obviously, but uh, Jim, Jimmy Fox on the drums, Dale Peters on the bass. These guys just kick some serious tuckus. Indeed. Really push the limits of a three-piece. Yep. Yeah, yep. And uh, they're the, one of the greats. Yeah, their rendering of Walk Away is nothing like the 45 or album version. So it's, it's Walk Away is a real treat. So I'll bring this album back. Please do. It's a great live album. One of my favorite live albums. Spin it later on, maybe. So anyway, what was before that? Kepler 22B by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. That was pretty good. Very good. I really enjoy King Gizzard. Yep. They've got a great consistent output. They're one of those bands that's always a good bet. You don't have to hear the album to know that it's something worth having. Okay. And I got the vinyl of that album. Let me check what the title is one more time. Um, uh, it's Omoguma. Omnium oh, Gatherum. Right. Uh, so there you go. Omnium Gatherum. And they don't skimp out with this no, it's a heavy, vinyl packaging. No, it's a heavy package. Is it? <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, hold on. I better shut up. Uh-oh. But, yeah, this album. It's a, look, it's a heavy package. Yeah. I mean, you're not lying. <laughs> Too bad people can't see what we're seeing. I mean, it's a it, it's it, a two LP set, one hundred eighty gram vinyl, and some shiny words on the front. It's oh, it's almost a pound of record there. I mean, one hundred eighty grams times two. It's like a pizza. Three hundred and sixty grams. How many grams? Uh, of four hundred fifty four grams in a pound. I would guess with the uh, with the sleeves and so on that uh, you're you're pretty close to a pound of record there. Wow. Wow, that's right. Something to think about. This is like 80% of a pound. Yep. We're going to do a goalpost set next. The first and third songs are covers of Beatle tunes. No kidding. Yep. 
Is the red body gonna listen to my story All about a girl who came to stay She's the kind of girl you want so much It makes you sorry Still you don't regret a single day Oh girl, girl, girl Oh girl, girl When I think of all the times I tried so hard she will turn to me and start to cry And she promises the earth to me And I will leave her After all this time I don't know why Girl, girl, girl Oh, girl, girl, girl She's the kind of girl that puts you down When friends are there you feel a fool Say she's looking good, she acts as if she's understood. It's cool. Girl, girl, girl. Oh. Girl, girl, girl. Well, she told when she was young that pain would lead to pleasure. Did she understand it when they said? The man must break his back to earn his day of leisure Will she still believe it when he's dead? Girl, 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 oh Girl, girl oh. Why don't you understand? Why don't you understand, woman? A, uh, that was a Herb Alpert, Hugh Masekela sandwich. Sandwiched by Brave Combo with Tiny Tim. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. I didn't, did not know that was Tiny Tim doing that. Yep. Because I'm used to the Tiny Tim very high register. Well, I mean, uh, he did some high register in this song. Tiny Tim with Brave Combo. They actually did a whole album together. And uh, it's called Girl, and the song Girl was written by Lennon and McCartney. And uh, so there it was, three minutes of Tiny Tim and Brave Combo. It's very sweet. I, I really, really like it, I like that cover. And uh, then it was a happy song in the second, in the middle of the set, it was. Skokie and. Right? Yep. Brave Combo covered that one, too, probably about 40 years ago. 
cool. Yeah. I was looking and the Herb Alpert Hugh Masakala album is from 1978. Wow. So I'm curious to I'm curious as to if that is the original rendition I don't of so. that song. Nope. Do you think it's some sort of standard, perhaps? Yep. Africa. Africa. Skokian. Skokian with two A's towards the end. Skokian. Yes. What a fun song that was. Herb Alpert is interesting. Uh, Seems like an interesting character. Yeah, uh, Louis Armstrong. Did it back in 1950-something. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to trace the roots back. Yeah. As the ambient... Is this? Is this uh, Louis Armstrong? Yeah. Pretty cool. That was Louis Armstrong. Skokie Ann. Very cool. Back from the 1950s. Neat. So, uh, I wonder if it goes even... Before that. Yeah. And uh, we opened the set with uh, the Smithereens. They did an album where the Mersey beat meets the Jersey beat. The Smithereens. It's an album of Beatle covers. The Smithereens. Who are the Smithereens? I have uh, all kinds of Smithereens. Really? What yeah. else do they do? They do a song. They have an album called. I, I have about four or five of their albums, this being one of them. But uh, this is not a capital release. It is a. It is, it is the Smithereens Enterprises based on their exclusive license to Coke or K-O-C-H records. So, yeah, Coach is a classical label. So it's sort of like Nonsuch. You know, Nonsuch used to be a classical label. Now they're an uh, eclectic label. Nonsuch. Yeah. What albums have been released through Nonsuch? Uh, the, uh, let me see, Rihanna and Giddens. Really cool Americana singer out of the uh, Appalachia. Um, she's I Af think you played something on here yeah, she, before, right? She's African-American. And uh, the Kronos Quartet and others. Neat. Yeah. I'll have to dive into that catalog. Yeah. I have a, you know, yeah, it's a personal story. I, I can't get into it here because it involves a relative. But, uh, but uh, anyway... Um, I actually met the president of the label at one time, but I won't tell you where. Um, so anyway. Yeah, you won't get that information out of us. No. No. So. Um, I'll tell you what you will get. What? Some more music. Let's go for it. Cool. Please. This is Domi and J.D. Beck.
TSR. That's right. This is Win Win Situation Live. It is 7.32 p.m. And we have just finished a song. I guess we've finished a set, actually. Yep. And that last song was by Lewis Cole called Don't Care. And that was released actually just in October. And what surprises me is that as I was looking through the archives, I had never played Lewis Cole before, but he's an artist that I enjoy a lot. He's a drummer, multi-instrumentalist, mm-hmm. producer, mm-hmm. songwriter, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. You know the type. Yeah, like Mike Oldfield. Yeah, there's a lot yeah, there's a lot that he does, a lot that he's involved with. And I'm glad to finally get around to playing some Lewis Cole on air. Yeah. He's he's fun, he's quirky, he's very enjoyable music. Very good. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. What was sandwiched <laughs> between these jazzy selections? Primus. And you know, Primus sucks, you know. Yeah. So I've heard. Yeah. Primus does suck. So, uh, yeah, my name is Mud from their really old 1993. Another one from 1993 from their album Pork Soda. Really? 93, was it? Yeah, I never had Pork Soda before. Nor am I about to. My name is Mud. Yeah, when John Wilkes Booth went to uh, went to uh, Dr. Mud, you know, he introduced, introduced himself as my name is Mud. Interesting. Yep. John Wilkes Booth. He's the guy who killed Lincoln. Did he really introduce himself as Mud? My name is Mud. I don't know. <laughs> that would have been fun. Yep. So, uh, and what was... What, what, that's a, such a great track, though. Yeah. I, I remember yeah. the first time I was exposed to that was you were watching a Beavis and Butthead clip. <coughs> and oh, I they was, had that video on there. Yeah, they had the... With the guy spitting out, chewing the ba- chewing backy and so on. Yeah, spitting out the backy. <laughs> yeah. And Beavis and Butthead were doing their spiel. <laughs> but I remember walking in the room, and I, I was so young that, that <laughs> I was scared of Beavis and Butthead. Well, you have every right to be. I'm terrified of them even now. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's what you could become. So yep. it's It's like a warning. Yes, it is. Yeah. So what do we open up the set with? Well, we opened up the set with Domi and J.D. Beck. The track is called Not Tight. This was another album. It's called, I think it's, oh, it's the title track. Off of their their debut album called Not Tight. My goodness. Yep, that was released, I think, in the summer. Possibly the fall of 2022. So some, some new tracks. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, if, if any record labels are listening, we would certainly like uh, promo copies of stuff that you might want to uh, want us to highlight. You know, just you know, please send them to our home address. Yes, please. <laughs> and uh, we not, will also accept emails at winwinpodcast at yeah, gmail yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's uh, true. We're, we'll happily receive inquiries. Yep, yeah, and we will we'll reply with our uh, home address. So, anyway, is it time for more music? You know, no. I was just thinking. No, you're not paid to think. You're paid to learn. Oh, oh you're right. <laughs> I'm not, well, I'm not paid to learn either. No, you're paying to learn. Yeah, right. 
got to pay money just to do work? Yep. Isn't that funny? Life is interesting. Yeah, it is. But you know what I was just thinking? What? I think you're right. I think it is time for more music. That's what I was thinking. Well, we're going back to 1990. Uh. I feel better than James Brown. I feel better now. 
James Brown. I feel better now. How do you feel? James Brown, I feel 
You're listening to XTSR. Thank you. 
not the one I wanted to play, but it's still really interesting. It, it's sort of a droll, like uh, like a New Orleans funeral procession going through Bourbon Street. It's that same beat, hmm. you know. And uh, Caravan Palace from I think this is their debut ended with the night. Sort of had a uh, funeral bluesy type of thing to it, but it's actually good. These, uh, they're from France, and they uh, mix uh, swing uh, and jazz and tech together. Good dance stuff. Their lively stuff is just excellent. Neat. I'll have to listen to some of their live stuff. I know you've played some around the house, and I like yeah. what I've heard from that. Yeah. From their recordings and such. Yeah, I've I've been uh, playing stuff from Panic and which is a great album. I think it's the one that gives them the most uh recognition, I think. Um And what you just played was off of their first album, I think, right? I believe so, yes. Their their, their debut album, debut debut. All right. Was, I was looking at that date, 2008 and traveling back 23 years before that was 1985 and the release of Bad Boy by Miami Sound Machine. What I find interesting about it is Biggie Smalls had a song and the name escapes me, which is very unfortunate, but they used the lyrics from Bad Boy. I can't really say they sampled it. Bad Boy, Bad Boy, what you gonna do? Uh, what bad, you gonna do bad, when they come for you? Close. Okay. It was bad. Hmm. Man, oh, you know bad, what? It wasn't bad, even Biggie. Uh, it wasn't even Biggie. Man, get yeah. your facts together, man. Hold on. It was uh, Mace. Okay. Yeah, that's right. All right. Very and good. Yep. One of these days, I'll be able to remember what the name of that song was, but I can tell that you want to get to something, so I'm gonna cut that short. So we uh, opened the set with Was Not Was from 1990 from the album Are You Okay? A song called I Feel Better Than James Brown. I like that track a lot. I feel better now. How do you feel? Actually, I do feel better than James Brown. You know why? Because James Brown is dead. There you go. See, your sense of humor is coming through, son. Well, what can I say? So you can open up the set, and then I'll close it with some instrumental stuff. Um, so get to it. Yes, sir. Well, what I'm going to play is just a little demo. From I, you, from you guys? Yeah. Is this what you worked on the other night? At yeah. midnight? <laughs> Before midnight at 11 PM, mind you. Yeah. Well, you know. But thank you for letting us do that, by the way. Yep. Okay. It was nice. This is called, well, it's just a demo. It's a demo.
well we thank everybody for tuning in i'm not sure if this is what you had in mind of closing out but i figured it might be a good time to fade <laughs> our voices into it for a yep. few closing remarks yep. so uh thanks to uh the media center at Towson university and its team and management for letting us use the room oh yeah this it's, is a huge privilege and i'm glad that we get to be in here yes indeed so uh you know uh, it's uh, uh what was i gonna say i brought so much music to play i got through about eight selections which isn't bad and um that is well with my soul oh there's no better words than that yeah so we're hearing in the background is uh this well with my soul with uh, Mayanna and Cassia Harvey uh Mayanna's on the violin Cassia's on the uh cello very nice yeah it's very nice stuff just the two of them where do you hear about them uh Actually, it came up as a suggestion on Amazon when I was shopping for some other stuff. Uh, uh, Anna Lapwood stuff, ironically. Uh, Anna just got a, inked a record deal with uh, Sony Classics, and uh, and uh, sh- she's a musical director of the choirs at Pembroke College over in the UK. And uh, she had that... Uh, gig at the Royal Albert Hall. Actually, they handed her a score, uh, uh, Bonomo did, or Bonobo, rather. I'm thinking Turkish taffy. Bonobo of the uh, Otomo. Uh, they gave her a score to close their last show at the Albert Hall with, and it was Anna Lapwood on the on the pipe organ doing the uh, doing, doing that other stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a familiar one. Yeah, I really love that piece. If you like pipe organ music, go to Bonobo's video on YouTube with Anna Lapwood doing Otomo. So anyway, uh, be kind to each other. Bye, Candios, and uh, Lord willing, we'll see you next week. Okay. Indeed. Thanks again. Bye, everybody. Bye.